Hi guys, welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast plus Tarot. I'm your host Ashley and before we get into today's episode I just want to say thank you so much to those of you that have found your way here and a special thank you to those of you that are joining us for um, your second, third, fourth time, however many times you're joining, welcome anyway. So um, before we go any further, this is a podcast for spiritual um, endeavors. So we're talking astrology, we're talking tarot, we're talking spiritual well-being and all that good stuff that helps you elevate your consciousness and live life a little bit more intentionally with the support of cosmic wisdom. Amazing. So those of you who are watching the visual on YouTube, please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe. Share this video with a friend who needs to hear it because we're going deep into the full moon in Aquarius that is taking place on the 22nd of August, which is next week, Sunday. We're going to be talking about the significance of this transit, um, of this moon cycle, and also how it's going to impact you depending on your um, rising sign. So um, for the purpose of this podcast and this video, I will only be talking about the details of the full moon cycle, um, and then I'll post additional videos and um, episodes where I will break down by element and sign how it's going to impact you depending on where this full moon cycle is taking place in your natal chart. So um, just before we get into the message, just want to thank Spirit so much for bringing us all together, for reminding us of a higher consciousness that's available to all of us and allow me to use my platform to share that wisdom with you guys. So once again, welcome. Okay, just gonna get a little bit comfy. (laughs) So, um, we have the full moon in Aquarius, like I said, taking place next week, Sunday, and it's taking place on a Sunday, um, which is very interesting because the transit is um, the full moon opposing the sun in Leo. So, it's a battle between the the ego and the heart, I would say, in simple terms, for those of you who don't really understand astrology too well. Um, it is a standoff between how we see ourselves showing up in um, our public image and how we see ourselves um, behind closed doors. And what we're trying to do is... <clears throat> put one one and the other up against each other to see who um, is more in alignment with who we really are at the core. And chances are, um, as per usual, as the normal human being, your um, public identity doesn't always correspond with who your um, home identity is behind closed doors. So we are really getting to the point where we're becoming frustrated by having to play different personas and we're learning to clear out um, the dire need to present ourselves one way in different situations. So you can find, um, and this is me talking from experience because anything that I talk on, I've definitely experienced it beforehand. Um, And because some of you will know, I am um, intuitive. So I kind of go through things before the entire collective or 
before um, people who are not actually spiritually aligned go through it so I can guide you through the process. So a few months ago I went through my own identity crisis where I had to um, do what I'm explaining now. I had to marry up who I was who I was presenting as in my public image and who I was behind closed doors and a big part of that was to do with my spirituality. I've always loved astrology, I've always loved tarot and I always felt like I couldn't bring that out of myself because I would scare people off or people find me weird and um, you know they might not be able to like be friends with me or they might not like me um, and I became very crippled by this perception in all of my relationships and I went through this identity crisis where I had to break down the ego part of myself that was saying you have to be like this in front of other people but behind closed doors you can you know enjoy all these weird things that you like well I say weird because they're not really weird are they but weird things that you like doing because that's what the ego tells you the things that you enjoy sometimes are weird although there's millions of people around the world doing exactly the same thing that you're doing so I had to go through this process um and this prepared me for these moments that I'm having with you guys to be able to share the wisdom um before it happens to you so you have some sort of guidance and understanding of exactly what you might be going through when it happens um, <clears throat> so that's what the um, full moon in Aquarius is doing. We had the full moon in Aquarius um, just gone. So we had it. Um, oh, yes, we're in August now. You see what I mean? Um, we had the full moon um, in Aquarius around the 23rd, 24th of July. Um, that is the right day, actually. I was going to say, don't quote me. That could be wrong, but spirit just told me you got it bang on spot. So around the 23rd, 24th of, of July, depending on your location. And that was basically building the momentum for this moment. It was helping us wake up to um, any parts of ourselves that aren't um, authentic, any parts of, my, of ourselves that needed healing. And it was basically allowing us to find um, the root causes for those problems that were holding us back from sharing ourselves um, um, unapologetically and sharing our gifts with the wider population. And each and every one of us has a gift, whether you're aware of it now or you become aware of it later down the line in your life, everybody has a gift, everyone has a talent that they have been blessed with. And the whole point of being blessed with that talent is to help you um, find yourself but also to help others find themselves so you know like some people think they're calling or not even think they're calling but they have found that their calling is like to be a personal trainer to help people build the confidence that they need to around losing weight and then you have some other people who believe their calling is to be a doctor or a psychologist like those kind of gifts like gifts of knowledge wisdom or um the resilience to study things that are that require a lot of brain power. Those are all gifts that we have been given to use to better humanity. Unfortunately, because of the way life is and society is at the moment, especially with the illusions that we're up against day to day, a lot of us have been holding on to these insecurities and these fears about ourselves that have been holding us back from stepping into our true power. So this full moon in Aquarius is 
asking you again to get deep and dirty into because we have Scorpio in the ascendant and Scorpio doesn't play when it comes to being the, de the detective um going deep into um you know the parts of us that need to to die and the parts of us that need to be rebirthed um so we can transform into a better individual um so we're being asked to go deep and dirty into our closets which is our home um our mind our soul our spirit and really clear out anything that doesn't serve us and finally get rid of it um it, it sounds weird um but I was finally able to get away from the fear of putting my face out here. Um, I don't think about it at all. Like, since I've been working on myself, I don't think about what people are going to think of what I look like. And if you know me personally, that was a massive barrier in my life. I had so much wisdom and knowledge that I wanted to share and I wanted to do a podcast but I was shy because it's like oh what if people don't like me or people don't listen to my content and then after dealing with my identity crisis I just didn't give two shits that is literally the the way to put it I just didn't give two shits I was more focused on what I felt like my calling was and the gift that I had, I had been given and the fact that I became more aware of the suffering around the world and the fact that people need this support and people need this guidance, even if they don't openly say that they need it, it is, a, it is needed in society for people to be guided. So the fact that I was able to put that aside, um, put my own individual issues aside, work through them and finally step into my power made me feel so empowered to the point where I just don't give a shit. Like, I just want to be me. And I'm happy being me. I'm happy being the eccentric, weird person who's into the cults, into astrology, into astronomy, into science, into a lot of weird shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm proud to be that person. Whereas before, it was like, I need to hide that about me. So this is definitely the energy that some of you could be feeling. You might not just be aware 100% of what it is that's happening inside of you but astrology is that tool to help you gain more insight to who you are and who you're meant to be and that's the beautiful thing about it so um I did make some notes this time which is the first time I've probably ever made notes that I'm going to refer to in my videos um like proper notes not like bullet points like I made proper notes this time because um, I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss the details because this full moon in Aquarius is something that astrologers have been anticipating for such a long time. We stepped into the age of Aquarius. So the theme for um, a long while is going to be around humanity and is going to be around healing ourselves so that we can heal the planet. 11-11, um, love it. One of the things that we don't seem to really take um, stock of and really understand is the fact that everything we are and everything we see and do and say and hear is vibrations. And our vibrations are affecting not just ourselves, not just the people around us, but also affecting our planet. Um, and, you know, we could do better with recycling. We could do better with... Um, the way we dispose of waste and all that jazz, we could do better with, um, you know, the amount of stuff that we keep excessively in our possession that we don't need. 
but we could also do far more better to begin with with cleaning up our vibrations and with the great depression and the great awakening that's occurring and people going through these identity crises and people just being absolutely not happy or satisfied with the life that they're they're living right now it is creating a negative impact on the, the collective the collective consciousness that we all have access to so full moon in Aquarius is helping us to understand oh I'm a soul being I actually have a soul though I can't see it it is a thing that I know innately that I have oh I'm a spirit I have a spirit you know when I pass my spirit lives on oh this body is um protection for my soul and my spirit but it is also my temple it is also um the thing that helps me function the thing that helps keep this entire engine this entire um bus building momentum towards the destination that humanity is heading towards and it's waking up to that realization that every single thing around you is connected every single thing around you is one and because we've been separated and we've been put up against each other in so many different ways for so long it feels alien it feels alien to even think about operating on a higher vibration it feels alien to even walk down the street and say hi to a stranger because we've been taught that basically other people are dangerous and it's a very bad um don't get me wrong there are some sick and twisted people out there I'm not judging them but you know um God will deal with them accordingly but the the general um attitude that we have towards each other is very cold very unloving and very detached and it's ironic because that is how Aquarius is but (laughs) God is very funny in the way that he does stuff Aquarius is very detached to achieve the greatness that it needs to achieve it understands that it cannot lead by emotions to get where it needs to go okay and when it comes to humanitarian ideals we have to be strategic and logistic and have a logical approach to how we're going to tackle things it can't always be that we're going to go out and we're going to scream and shout and we're going to try and force people to hear us It means that we have to be strategic in how we tackle things. And the way that we do that is by starting with the individual. If every single person woke up tomorrow and said, I'm going to turn off every switch in my house so that there is no electricity running, then we would have such a massive impact. And I think that's the problem. We don't understand how on an individual level we affect the higher higher parts of the pyramid. We've always been taught it's a top-down approach when actually it's a bottom-up approach. So flip the triangle on its head and you have a whole different um, perspective of society. We build the elite, which is what we've been kept away from understanding. The illusion has been there. So we're breaking away from these illusions that have been placed on us that, you know, only they can have resources or only the rich can do this and only the wealthy can do that 
only you know those who are healed can have abundance no we're we're getting away from that sorry guys the the sun is shining let's just skip away Yes, so we're moving away from this um, this perception, this um, mindset that anything that we want that feels good to us is going to be achieved by pain and suffering. We're understanding that actually we are co-creators of this universe and anything that we want access to, we can actually gain by changing our vibration and being intentional about our living so we are learning to be the investigator when it comes to our emotions when it comes to our wounds and also when it comes to the stuff that's happening around us we're no longer taking what they say on the chin because we're starting to realize they don't actually know what they're talking about half of the time they just have to come up with some sort of story or some sort of um, narrative because they're under pressure to provide explanations to things that they don't actually understand and what we're going to see over the course of the next couple years is a significant shift in the way that we do things we're going to start doing things more community-based like even the issue with um having to go to the government to ask for free school meals for children like we didn't need to fight with them tooth and nail to get that agreed we could have all come together and put our own strategies and um, processes in place to make sure that our children are fed because they are our children of the future whether I have kids or not whether that is my child or not when you see a child on the street in need that becomes your child for that split second until the parent is around or able to do what they need to do so we're starting to realize that actually we can rely on each other more than we rely on the system and that's it's gonna cause some problems but that's the way the cookie crumbles you know we've been led astray too long by these people in power who absolutely don't have any idea what the hell they're doing and how to lead humanity to where it needs to progress to so the questions you want to ask yourself in this um, period of time and if you haven't already i would suggest um having a read of um the blog post that i made today on spiritualaf.com um spiritualafx.com no, let's not forget that otherwise you won't find a website um but the questions you want to ask yourself are who are you okay like not who you know who you are obviously but who are you at the core and are you, are you who you say you are? And these questions are going to help you have an identity check. It's not going to be a pretty process if you don't feel like you're aligned with who you think you are and think you should be. But it's one step towards becoming that person by checking yourself. So, um, are you who you feel you should be? Um, what identity are you holding on to? So I'll give you an example. One of the things that 
I was always trying to hold on to that I realized that I don't want to hold to hold on to ever again is um, trying to fit in um, with the latest trends when it comes to clothes. Don't get me wrong. I love fashion. I love um, buying clothes and I love, you know, dressing up and all that jazz. But I got to the point where I was like, this is pointless. This is pointless because I'm spending, especially during the pandemic, I'm spending money and I'm not going anywhere. Um, and it, it just felt like this excess of things like this. I felt greed growing in me because there was no purpose or no clear reasoning to why I was doing these things, why I was purchasing these things. So through the pandemic, I went through um, many purges where I just got rid of a load of stuff and I gave it all back to charity. Um, and that was me learning to let go of things that no longer served me. And it really helped me massively get to this point I'm at today because I went through another cleanup um, this year. There was so much less to, to get rid of, but I reduced what I had again, which showed me that your mindset is changing. You don't like, I understand people who wear a pair of trainers until like, okay, okay you, you don't need to wear it till there's holes in it. But I mean, you, you can, if you want, it's not a problem, but that's just not my bag. Um, but I can see why people save more money and they save the planet by not excessively buying things that they don't need because you ha already have uh, basically an infinite supply of these things. If you need them, they're there. Do you know what I mean? So I had a mind shift change, mind shift, mindset change when it came to how I identified with my possessions. Um, and that was part of me shedding an old identity um, that I had attached to myself that was very egotistical because I wanted to look a certain way and I wanted to be seen a certain way. And then I realized I don't care about being this person or being seen as this person. So I just got rid of all of it. Then you wanna ask yourself, okay, if I have um, an identity um, What's the word I'm looking for? You might as well just put birds over my head at the moment. If I am holding on to a part of my identity that no longer resonates with who I am, do I need to shatter parts of my ego? So like I just described, are there parts of your ego that are playing out and causing you to attach things to your identity? And if there are, then do you need to shatter that part of yourself? Because ultimately whatever the ego wants you to attach yourself to in terms of identity is only for egotistical purposes and therefore it's it's not going to bring you any happiness or joy okay and then you want to ask yourself who do you see yourself becoming and how do you become that person and that might sound like a very big question and you might not have the answer to it, but that is okay. As long as you write it down or you visualize the person that you wanna become or, the, or visualize the person that you think you would like to be, that's a, a first step towards the right direction. 
because what you want to do like I said is you're putting the ego self up against the the emotional self the soul self the the real authentic version of you is going head to head with this other part of you that has been kind of dominating you for probably your entire life so it's not going to be an easy process it's not going to be a quick process but this is a start so um i want to talk about the aspects leading up to um the full moon in aquarius because they are significant so on the 20th which turns out to be a friday <laughs> we have the moon trine in venus and we have the moon conjunct um is that saturn yes it is saturn so um that is the loving support to acknowledge these issues that we have on a emotional level you know it's um and you need that emotional loving support from venus to really come to terms with who you've been pretending to be or who you haven't um been able to be because there could be some wounds that have led you to become this person um especially from childhood or from past relationships or from friendships or from um family friendships that you have or family relations that you have like they all shape you into the person that you presently sit here as um and there could be parts of those experiences that you need to close out because they no longer serve you hanging on to them anymore um and venus allows us to lovingly do that for ourselves not to beat ourselves up for being that person or not being that person but to say many people go through identity crisis and many people are finding themselves and it is okay for me to find myself many times in this lifetime whether you do it once twice or a hundred times each time is relevant and it's giving yourself that comfort and that nurture to safely explore that side of your um your emotional bag i'm gonna say because it is a bag it's like a a a bag of of luggage that we've been lugging around for so long that it's becoming like unbearable to carry and you have to go through it bit by bit um as much as your um emotional state right now will allow you to and you don't have to tackle it all at once and that's the important thing the important message that I want to send out to anyone who feels like they have a lot of healing to do you don't have to tackle it all at once um some really good life coaching techniques are to write it down you know write down areas of your life and give yourself a score and then give yourself a further score for where you think you can reach to within a set period of time and work towards doing that by setting small goals that's the problem with um many individuals is that we feel like in one sitting or two or three five six therapy sessions we can tackle 10 years of trauma it's impossible you have to be patient you have to be kind you have to be loving and you have to be supportive of yourself to get through 
the amount of baggage that you have um, and that you have been dragging around for a very long time. So um, we have Venus who is in the sign of Libra at this point. So we're restoring our own internal balance, marrying up, like I said, um, our logic and emotions. Um, I think at this point we also have um, Mercury in the sign of Virgo. I think Mercury went into Virgo today, maybe? I don't I don't know. I don't like um I like Mercury, but I don't care about Mercury too much to follow when Mercury moves in. I just know about the retrogrades and stuff, which I will definitely do an update. Um but yeah, Mercury is in Virgo, um, which allows us to be more analytical about um love the love that we give ourselves, the love that we give others and come to some sort of understanding of how we can better ourselves when it comes to love in those areas. So um, we also have the moon conjunct Saturn. So there will be this realization behind the innate need that we all have as human beings to have closeness, compassion, compa compassion, compassion, companionship and intimacy this is why i don't need, like reading off notes because you just get all confused like what does that word even say <laughs> um but um yeah we all have this dire need to connect and the individuality that i was referring to before um this separation this coldness this detachedness that we've had towards each other has been causing this friction between um, ourselves on an individual level to be able to access that. So we're breaking away from that restriction that we have to, um, for example, we have to hold back when it comes to love or we have to hold back when it comes to saying hi to someone or we have to hold back when it comes to complimenting someone that we've seen and we really like their outfit that we're learning to give love more freely because we're understanding that is a human um right and it is required for us to keep this ship running without love we basically all die because that is what our soul lives for we all desire partnerships we all desire to feel love and a lot of people have not been able to feel that love so we're learning to give it a little bit more freely especially where we have the capacity to do so um some of you will be trying to work through and tackle the pressure put on you to mature at a young age saturn is the um the father saturn is um the mature planet um the one who gives us the majority of our hard life lessons, tough love, discipline, um, learning things over and over again. So you're going to be working through um, any issues that you would have had from a child where you had to grow up quicker than needs be and wasn't able to develop that emotional side of yourself that is now creating an issue in your adult life. Um, and... Yeah, you had to learn to be that way because it was a survival technique back then, but you're learning that it's no longer a survival technique. 
you're learning to trust yourself when it comes to exploring your emotions. So once you learn to trust yourself, you now understand that actually I can give love freely. Um, and if I do, it isn't a reflection of me if someone mistreats that love that I give them or doesn't appreciate it, I'm just gonna move to wherever I am appreciated. Like there's this need, um, especially with the younger generations, as well as I think the older generations, to be fair, everybody on this bloody planet, there's this need to withhold things for the right person or for something that feels right when actually love should be expressed freely at all times. Um, and we're learning that we're moving away from this old mindset that we have to withhold because when, when you start withholding parts of yourself that are innate, you feel parts of yourself dying. Like when you're thinking about that thing that's missing in your life, it's because of the lack of inability to express love freely. You want to but you're holding yourself back out of fear of being hurt or being fear or fear of being mistreated or taken for granted. But actually the more love you give, um, freely or, and especially the more love you give to yourself, your cup overflows and then you're able to give freely to others. And eventually they appreciate that love, whether like you have to move away from trying to control when someone, um, appreciates you that's an egotistical thing okay uh, and we, we've all been there but when you start accessing a higher consciousness you start understanding I don't get to control people I just get to experience them so whatever I do in my experience with them is something that they take with them and if they realize 10 years from now that that was one of the best experiences of their life that is not for me to dictate. So you can't control timing. And it's then when we have that realization that we learn, I might as well just give as much as I possibly can to others who need it, because that's what we need. We need more love and support on this planet. So that is one of the um, realizations that people will be having. And also then building better techniques when it comes to, to love and self-expression um as an adult you would have learned to suppress your emotions and then you realize that actually all that suppression creates tension within my body within my mind within my spirit within my soul that doesn't feel good and you get to the point especially with the moon at 29 degrees where it's full it's at its final degree Um, And that's when it's like, I need to release this. I need to let go of this. And you allow yourself to um, take off those restrictions, to release yourself from those burdens. And you then start to experience life in a very different, more abundant way. Um, When it comes to manifesting as well, having that kind of mindset means that you don't draw love in because you're keeping that love for, you think you're keeping it for the person who is worthy, but everybody on this planet is worthy of love. You can't determine whether someone's worthy of love by their behavior. That's the wrong way to look at humanity. 
everyone should be treated with respect everyone should be um appreciated everyone should be loved obviously we don't live in a utopian planet where that happens or we you know unfortunately we do judge people um none of us are able to turn that part of our brain off but we still can be more intentional about the love that we give so we don't do those um negative things more often so now you're feeling an intense desire to release yourself from the self-imposed restrictions boundaries that have stopped you from moving um towards the intimacy that you truly desire with others so intimacy i don't mean physical but it can be physical as well um but intimacy on a level that you really get to know people and they really get to know you and then there's no more of this sense of being misunderstood because when you're misunderstood it's because there's missing pieces to the puzzle there's parts of the crossword um that you need to highlight to someone there's parts of the blanks that you need to fill in and someone can't understand you until they have the full picture and we're learning to move away from the the embarrassment that comes with the pain of whatever we've experienced because that was a thing of the past and it's no longer um a thing of the the future you don't want it to be a thing of the future so you've got to work through it in the present and you've got to show up as your best person in the present to be able to do that so um on the 21st the moon squares uranus so you'll find that um you're trying to establish a new you and i don't mean specifically on this day this energy can play out over the course of the next couple of weeks depending on how fast you move through whatever you're experiencing but you'll find that you're trying to establish this new more positive um intimate expressive emotionally stable version of yourself um and then you might feel like it's rocky because your emotions may keep you or try to keep you in survival mode you'll find that your ego starts kicking so you might say okay um i'm going to tell this person how i feel today i'm going to tell them everything that i feel about them i'm going to tell them how much i love them how much i appreciate them and then your ego comes and says but what if they don't feel the same <laughs> and you're like wait hold on i know they feel the same because perhaps i'm dating them or perhaps we're in a long term relationship but your ego says yeah but what if what are you going to do then? That's going to shatter you if you express yourself and then they don't even give you the response. What about the response that they give you? What if they don't give like you will start building the momentum towards breaking down something that you are psyched about and that is a key to noticing when the ego is trying to fuck with you basically because you're you're obviously like i said you're putting two versions of yourself up against one another and one feels like they have to win so that's where you're going to have the difficulty with trying to defeat the one that doesn't serve you anymore and trying to be the one that is for your highest good so um uranus which is the um planet that the 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 um, modern ruler of aquarius is the one that wants us to be awakened 
to change. It wants us to explore the unknown um, alongside Scorpio. It wants us to be innovative. It wants us to be excited and curious. So you're going to find, like I said, that that old part of you is really, and that's what happens when you're trying to clear out old habits, you know, you'll start afresh on a new diet, you'll stick at it for two, two weeks, and you'll be defeating that part of you that tells you to go and binge and eat a whole packet of crisps, and then you'll feel like you've done it, and then eventually, that little inkling that you have to eat a whole packet of crisps comes, and the, in, the, the impulse to do so is way stronger than that entire two weeks that you've been dieting and then you feel bad because you know that you're trying to access a better version of yourself and and that part of you came for um, a split second to interrupt you and then when it does and you've fed that that need to feed that ego you don't feel good because it's like why did I do that and that's exactly the kind of energy that you might be feeling um going up against your ego and what you know is logically correct um in your heart and your your soul okay um but the lucky thing that we have here is jupiter alongside the aquarius full moon so there is this 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 there's this more um more energy towards optimism than there is towards I want to go back to what made me suffer I want to go back to suffering okay so although it's going to be a, a bit of a tricky transition you do have Jupiter on your side which means that there's more um, luck and abundance when it comes to tackling that part of yourself you immediately feel this sense of release this sense of freedom this this burden being lifted off your shoulder and you start thinking oh wow why didn't I do that from before do you get what I mean so you start to immediately immediately see the benefits of perhaps expressing yourself to someone they might actually surprise you and turn around and say something completely different to what you expected and that is Jupiter supporting the change Uranus supporting the change that you're trying to make to be a better version of yourself so that's important okay let me i need to turn on the light now and then we finally get to ah. and then we finally get to the 22nd so we have um like i said the moon conjunct jupiter and we still have the moon opposing the sun. So as you release those restrictions, you start feeling emotions that are centered around freedom, um, togetherness, oneness with earth and recognize how much you love um, life to some degree. You might not get that feeling straight away because it does take some higher consciousness and tuning into your subconscious issues to alleviate those um feelings that you've obviously had for a very long time if you haven't been happy with how you you live and who you see yourself as but eventually the more you give into this newfound version of yourself you will start to feel that and you'll start to realize how much love you actually do have to give because you start to be more 
grateful for just being, just the ability to be, just the ability to be part of this experience. Um, being a human being is a wonderful experience. We have the ability to do so much great things. And just because we don't see that happening every day, or we do, depending on your perspective, it doesn't mean that we can't have that attitude for ourselves, okay? So it's like a dam has opened and that's because the full moon will be at her final degree, supported by Jupiter's abundance and luck, which creates feelings of optimism towards a better future. And that feeling begins to arise and will start to multiply the more you pay attention to it. So very long um, explanation, but I hope I've covered any questions that you would have had around this transit and um, what it means for you. So I'm just going to touch base. Hmm. I'm going to do, yes, I had the intuition to do it. So before we close off this video and this episode, um, for the elements, so Pisces, you will have the sun in your sixth house and you'll have the moon in your 12th. Then for Cancer, you will have the sun in your second house and the moon in your eighth. For Scorpio, you'll have the sun in your 10th house and the moon in your fourth. And then for Earth signs, we have Capricorn with the sun in your eighth house and the moon in your second. Taurus, sun in your fourth, um, moon in your 10th. Virgo, sun in your 12th, moon in your 6th. And then for the fire signs, Aries, we have sun in the 5th, moon in the 11th. Leo, you have the sun in the 1st and then your moon in the 7th. Did I say, sorry, I'm not sure if I said Aries, 5th sun, 11th moon. Leo, 1st sun, 7th moon. Sag, ninth sun, third house moon. And then for the air signs, Gemini, we've got the sun in your third house, moon in your ninth. Libra, the sun is in your 11th and the moon is in your fifth. And then Aquarius, lastly, we have the sun in your seventh, seventh house and your moon in the first. So... Um, you can go off and do your own research into what that might mean to you. Alternatively, I will be posting separate videos for all the elements um, where you can get a clear understanding of what this full moon in Aquarius is going to look like for you, um, depending on your rising sign, which you can then apply to your um, sun and moon and Venus if you want to. Um, and we'll also do a tarot reading for each um, sign. So you might not want to miss that. If you are new here, I have done previous horoscopes like that. So go and check those out if you want to see how I do it. But um, if you don't want to miss out, please do not forget to um, subscribe, subscribe to the channel um, and you'll get a notification when those videos are posted. So... I hope this has helped you guys understand the importance of this full moon cycle and why it is so exciting. Um, 
it's really an opportunity for us to become the best versions of ourselves, which has been the theme throughout the entire year and will continue into 2022. So you might as well get a head start, get ahead of the curve and do the work now. And that means that we are promised some abundant times ahead. So all the best guys, I'll be back soon with the element videos and I hope to see some new faces here. Thank you.